All right. So are we, is it going to, this is, this is the MK Ultra. This is the last one. This is the last one we're ever going to do. I think. Yeah. You're listening to the last. No, well, maybe not. Maybe this is the first of the new. This is the first. Yeah, but it's the last MK Ultra film. It's the last ever MK Ultra film, or it's the first ever of the brand new podcast. We just haven't thought of a name yet. It's called Popcorn Boys. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Is it really Popcorn Boys? I think it's going to be called Popcorn Boys. I feel like uh, out of any name, and we haven't really spent any time thinking of a new name. None. But Popcorn Boys was maybe the first name you suggested. Mm. It's the most likely that some, I'd say there are maybe seven or eight different podcasts called Popcorn Boys. We, we, yeah. So we put our names in it. We go with Popcorn Boys with Mark and Killian. So the real reason we're changing our name is because we need more Killian in the name. I don't think that's true. Is it? I you, thought it was you, Mark. I mean, you literally <laughs> said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I said, if we wanted new listeners, I think cynically you could say, if people saw my name, they might listen to it. Not, and that's not, that's just you know, they might recognize it and go, oh, I'll give that a listen. Mm, or mm. also people would read it and go, I definitely don't want to listen to that. I don't like that guy. Yeah, it was with me because they don't know me. They're not going to know not to listen <laughs> because it's me on it. I'm finding it quite hard. <sighs> Sorry, guys. Um, mm-hmm. We had a review that my breathing was quite um, loud in the mic. I find it quite hard not to breathe into the mic because I get relaxed from talking to the <sighs> like breathing. Well, um, like you, you never hold the mic away from me. Do I just hold it I too do, close I to my? I, I go like this. This is me talking, and then when you're talking, I go. Yeah, then you get really, <laughs> and then I go on the mic and I stop. Yeah, have we gone too uh, too casual here? Potentially, yeah. We started real casual. We got a new intro, guys, and this could be for. This could be for Popcorn Boys, or it could be for MK Ultra Film. Who knows? At the time of listening, but anyway. Uh, here's an intro. Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for. Good morning, Vietnam! First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? Can we talk about something other than Hollywood for a change? No, I don't go to the movies much. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. So what's your podcast about? Um, the movies. So I think we should do a little competition mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to throw it first at you. Uh, who is able to get the quotes from all the different movies from the intro? Because I don't think anyone will be able to do it. Like name, name what film they're from. Yeah. Name the films they're from. And what is it? The first person to DM us will get the first one who gets all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get, honestly, I would give uh, out of my own money. I will give 50 euro to the person. No, why not? It's too much. I would give 50 euro. There's no way people are going to get it. There's something shameless about a, a cold, hard cash price. You're right. Yeah, There's yeah. Oh, so- what? A cinema trip with me and you. That's what I was going to... Well, maybe not with me. I don't really... Like, what if it's someone weird? Yeah, but I... So I have to go with the weirdo. <laughs> no, what? Uh, I we, have to go with the weirdo. We'll just buy them tickets to Cineworld and I'll revolute you for half of it and then... Okay, free tickets to a film of your choice. No, of our choice. Of our choice. <laughs> <laughs> Who's... We're making the prize so bad that no one is going to want to enter the competition. Mm. Anyway, look, I'm going to play, uh, we're going to play it again, and you have to try guess the films, okay? It's fine if you say a few of them, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for. Good morning, Vietnam! First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work. Okay. Can we talk about something other than Hollywood for a change? No, I don't go to the movies much. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. So what's your podcast about? Um, the movies. So, one of them is very obvious because it's the title of the movie. Yeah, I got I got one of them. We, okay. It was the one we watched recently. Yeah, so it's definitely that one. We won't mm-hmm. say because people yeah. want to guess. Um, What about uh, another one? Did you get it? Did you get the one that was the title of the movie? No. Do you know the music? Do you know where the music's from? Some Clint Eastwood film? Nope. Oh, yeah, it is. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. You're good. You're off to a good start. Mm. Anyway, whoever uh, is able to get all the quotes mm. will get a uh, large popcorn and a drink and uh, two tickets to Cineworld to a movie of our choosing. 
of our choosing. Yeah. But we promise we'll choose something. Uh, we'll choose the film that you message us and say, can I go to this one? We'll choose the one that they want to go to. Depends who's doing the Instagram that day. Um, the, today's, the theme of today's episode is betrayal. Mm-hmm. Betrayal? Mm. Why is it spooky? It's a spooky episode. No. Why is it betrayal? It's because you're your fucking mummy thing. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, you're going to have to explain that a little bit. So Killian's um, doing some... I don't sh- see this as betrayal. It's, I think it's a different type of thing. Killian's doing some show with some dudes. I don't even know who they are. Oh, and there, Darren Conway, Tony Cantwell, Tony Cantwell, Tony Cantwell's on the guitar. Tony Cantwell uh, and Darren Conway. You're just saying names here, but and he's gonna go do a live show, talking to them about the Mummy, watching the Mummy live, and doing a live commentary. It's in the Omniplex. We are, and if anyone wants to get tickets, it's gonna be a great show. We're watching mm. the Mummy, but then we'll be sitting in the cinema and we'll be talking over it. That's totally different to, to what we do. I feel like it's similar enough that it's a betrayal. <laughs> it's a once-off. What date is it? Uh, I I fucking don't know. I think it's like the 27th. Oh, that's funny because that night I am actually also doing a live screening of a film with... <laughs> <laughs> what are you... With Connor Ryan of Ireland Yums. <laughs> The two of us are going to go watch The Chef starring John Favreau <laughs> in um, the Savoy. And are you going to Are you going to just watch it together? Or are you going to? No, we're doing a live commentary of it. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, we're I... going to get. We're getting. We're going to eat a curry. I would love to see. <laughs> that actually sounds like a a very well themed night. You know, Mr. Curry, Mr. Curry Tuesdays. Mm. I'd love to see his insights on um, Cubana sandwiches. Yeah, um, and food trucks. Um, th- should we start the episode properly now? Yeah, sure. Let's go. This is the uh, MK Ultra film <laughs> spooky special. This is the MK Ultra film uh, spooky special. We might not be called MK Ultra film anymore, but uh, this is the Spook Town special. Uh, we're here to review some spooky films because mm-hmm. hey, guess what? It's Halloween. It's spooky season. The door between. The living world and the other world is at its thinnest. The other side. Do you want to hear a spooky thing that happened to me today? Please. So I opened my curtains. This is 100% true and mm-hmm. I'm still a little bit freaked out by it. Last night we watched a scary movie. So I opened my curtains and it's gotten a bit colder. There was condensation on the window. Oh. Like drops, you know, like that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And you know, when, you, when you're a kid or whatever, even like as an adult on the dart and you want to see out, you wipe it away with your hand. Yeah. Someone or something had already done that? What? Yeah. It was like wiped away. Oh, I've, my theory is... What's your theory? You had like a greasy hand the last time you wiped it and then the grease remained on the window and then uh, the condensation didn't collect on the greasy bit. I think you just asked yourself as a, like a greasy hand guy. So I didn't... I, I've never wiped with a hand on that. I did clean it a few days ago. Did you, you clean that? it with like a manky cloth? No, I cleaned it with a uh, like a one of those wet like wet wipe things, mm. like a floor cleaning thing. But that's not it. So that's your theory. My theory is it's um, an orphan uh, boy who <laughs> who used to live in this house, and it's the ghost. I mean, yeah, both equally. Um, anyway, that's a spooky. That's spooky, isn't it? Nothing in spooky's really happened to me. Um, yeah, I, I did have a I did have a spooky thing in London recently. I was at um, a festival over there. And I was walking home quite late. I think it was like five in the morning. And I was walking through Islington mm. and the streets were completely quiet. And then this uh, fucking huge jet black pit bull just walked out into the middle of the road and then stopped in the center of the road and just stared straight down the road directly at me. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of weird. And then he just didn't move. And like his owner didn't appear again, five in the morning, n- no cars, no nothing. And I was like, holy shit. And then like uh, 10 seconds later, a second jet black pit bull walked out, stood directly beside the first one. And then the two of them were standing in the middle of the road, just staring back at me. What? And then I started getting kind of scared. And I was like, I don't really want to walk towards these things. So I turned around and started walking back. And every time I looked over my shoulder, they were just still standing there frozen, staring at me. And I was like, holy shit. And then I started thinking like, what the fuck am I going to do? Am I going to like jump on top of a car? Will yeah. I be able to jump on top of a car too and fucking kill me? And <laughs> then the, uh, the owner appeared. So it was fine. But there like, was definitely uh, like 20 seconds of me being like, these like satanic dogs are going to tear me to shreds. 
There's, it's, it's funny that you're like, absolutely nothing spooky has happened to me. And then you proceed to tell the spookiest story <laughs> I've ever heard. I mean, it was probably just, you know. Do you remember, wa- was it last year or was it, it must have been last year or two years ago that I was haunted by the fox? Yeah. Long term listeners was- will remember I was haunted by a fox, uh, I think maybe a year ago. Mm, mm. Um, it was like looking in your window at you. It was stuff, looking at my window. I saw him everywhere. He was mm. all over the place, kind of a mangy fox. And I put video up on the MK Ultragram. Ulster film. Ulster film gram. And um, yeah, so maybe like we're haunted by like dog foxy kind mm. of people. Canines. Yeah, that could be a thing. Um, um, are you doing anything spooky? Well, watching spooky movies, uh, carving a pumpkin, um, doing a few rituals, uh, you know, murdering uh, like a few animals yeah. and then uh, like carving crosses into my chest. Just like regular yeah, normal stuff. Kind of stuff. Yeah. I uh, I got tickets to go see Nosferatu in the Pepper Canister Church oh. with a live uh, orchestra. Or oh, that's cool. Live music of some kind. That's great. Yeah, it should be cool. Um, I've never seen it. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah, we have to. You have. That's like the classic. Like you have to watch in film school. Nosferatu. Is it actually good, or is it kind of too old? Um, no, it's kind of good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not like no, no, no. It's kind of good. Yeah, mm. it's creepy. It is creepy. Like I think definitely a lot of the creepiness comes from just the black and whitey kind of like oldness of it can kind of mm. make it scary. Something cool I think they did in that was they um gave him. I might be talking about the wrong film here, but I know this was something they did, uh, was they wanted him to kind of have like a slow kind of gait. So they mm. uh, put weights on his shoes. Oh, um, cool. but I could be thinking of a different film. Yeah. I'm not sure. You know, you know, like the, the character, like, I feel like everyone's see, like the kind of white face and the, yeah. Do, yeah does yeah. he look like that for the whole film or is, is he a normal character as well? And he turns into that or. Yeah. Or? It's, the, uh, Nosferatu is a vamp. It's the vampire. I know, but like, yeah. it, does he look like that for the whole movie? Does that, or, or is so. he like yeah, a normal yeah. he man? He kind of gets, he comes out. He's like, I think he comes out of a coffin, if I remember uh, correctly. Like Dracula. Yeah, 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 yeah. He comes. Out Dracula and, doesn't always look like Dracula. You know what I mean? He he looks yeah. like, he looks like a normal man sometimes. Well, maybe he does. I can't remember. It's. I mean, it's not even very long. Um, mm. I mean, I watched it in like. Well, should I was in film school, like two thousand. I'll tell you in a couple of weeks. I'm going to see. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should watch it. They're they're pretty good. Like the the German expressionist films, like of that period, they're pretty spooky. They're good at doing spooky stuff. So mm. um, anyway, there's another thing that you were going to go see, and I think you should. This is a little bit of preamble, but I think you should update the listeners on your Steely Dan situation. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> so anyone who's listened before would know that I flew all the way to Miami. To see Steely Dan. And then on the morning of the show, they cancelled the show, which caused me a lot of, it made me very upset. Um, and it kind of just ruined the whole, the whole the holiday and stuff. And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> I know anyone listening will be like, oh, well, you know, poor baby went to Miami and didn't get to see his concert. But it, it was shit. It was you a know? big deal for him. It was a big deal for me. They're my favorite band. And I thought I'd never get to see them. And then there you go. Yeah. So that happened, and then I got back, and then some of my friends who are fellow Steely Dan guys told me about this Steely Dan cover band who are mm. really, uh, really, really good. Yeah. They've been to see them before. And they're supposed to be playing this Friday. I was like, sweet. Picked up tickets. Tickets were like 25 euro. And like they, it usually sells out, so it's obviously a weird like subculture of Steely Dan people yeah. I just don't really know. Um, had tickets, super excited. And then today, get a little email, cancelled. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? I think that's a spooky thing. That's why I'm bringing into the fray <laughs> some sort of the dogs, then Steely Dan. Like someone doesn't want you to see Steely Dan. I know. Like, this is I don't know. It's very strange. It's funny how like even fake Steely Dan reject me. Like yeah. I can't. I just <laughs> can never hear. I can never hear them play live. Their music played live. And do you Annie. ever? Does this happen sometimes? Like when you're play, when you just click play on Steely Dan, do the uh, do the speakers start getting really fuzzy and then like yeah, like do they turn off or like uh, yeah, like lights start whenever you're playing a Steely Dan tape? Does the tape just suddenly get wound and stuck in the tape recorder? And like rang it, going, like what's going on? Like the tape like wraps around my neck and like yeah. lifts me up into the air. <laughs> <laughs> does that not happen to you when you listen to music? No, that like no, that never happens. So I think something's going on with you. I think you're haunted. I have a haunted boy 
Uh, but there's a lot of spooky stuff going on. And I think that's a really good space to start uh, the movie reviews. So uh, the first movie that we're going to review is actually one we watched together. Will we review that? Because it's the most Ensemble. recent one. Yeah, we can play your review, um, your voice review. Or will we just not do that? Uh, we can play a bit of it, maybe. We'll play a bit of let's just Let's just... Free- no, yeah, go. Because then it'll feel like an official start to the podcast. Okay. So um, this is the film Bodies, Bodies, Bodies that uh, we watched together in Mark's house with Emer. So I just watched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies uh, with you and Emer in your house um, after we ate some delicious uh, croissants that you made at home. Um, chocolate croissants. Very impressive. I was really blown away. But uh, about the movie, uh, we watched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies together and um, what I thought of it well, basically, a quick plot outline. It's uh, a film starring Amanda Stenberg um, and your one Rachel Sennett. Uh, it's got a bow of the universe, Pete, Pete Davidson. Um, there's a couple who are going to their friend's house, which is Pete Davidson's house, for a hurricane party. And um, basically, they all hate each other. Uh, they're like friends, but they all are just like these horrible, awful people who hate each other. They're all like narcissistic. They're kind of wealthy, um, just people who, I don't know, love the sound of their own voice. They decide to play this game called Bodies, 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 which is sort of like, I don't know if you know that game, Lou Garou, or, uh, you know, that game where everyone sits in a circle, uh, you close your eyes, one person's the murderer, the murderer, like, kills someone, and then, um, you have to guess who the murderer is. They do that game. And what do you know? People start dying. And then we have to go, who is the murderer? And it's kind of this weird whodunit slash horror slash um, friend social drama. Uh, people keep dying. People get into bigger arguments. There's some really, uh, you know, dramatic bits. And then, you know, there's a thing that happens at the end where you reveal who done it or whatever. Uh, I loved it. I actually really, really liked it. I was not expecting to like this film. I thought it would really annoy me, especially the first 15 minutes or so when you meet the characters and like they're all truly awful humans and they're so frustrating and annoying and you're like, God, I really don't want to hang around these people that long. But it manages to hold it together. Um, the, the funny part of the film is like, you know, not the like the mystery or the scary person. It's actually like the relationships they have with each other and how toxic they are as people. And you realize there's not actually really, you know, usually in horror, there's like a timid kind of nice person. They're all kind of toxic uh, people. And um, the toxicity is what corrupts and is the real Ill- evil in the film. And uh, that's, I thought it was a funny angle, but I, bodies, bodies, bodies. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I thought the same. Yeah. It was like, I saw the trailer for the film and I was like, fuck, uh, no thanks. You know, even on the night, you, you guys suggested watching it and I don't know if you could tell, but I was kind of like, well, mm. maybe what else is on, you know? Yeah, you yeah, thing? yeah. But um, it was actually really good. Like it the, was. The trailer didn't look, it, the trailer just looked like it was just some kind of shitty yeah, oh, nothing movie. Mm-hmm. But it definitely had more to it than this. Yeah, it apparently was like a low, low enough budget. Um, yeah, I think they were really smart with like the cast that they got. They got a really good cast of like well-known actors, but who aren't like I don't know, not super well-known. I guess are, like you know, Pete Davidson's obviously incredibly well-known, but he's also not like a he's not a movie guy. He's like mm. SNL, yeah, so he, yeah. you know he's kind of like a smart person to get. Uh, like Amanda Stenberg, whose name like is a, it looks like her name is spelt wrong every time I read yeah, it. Yeah. Amanda, it's just Amanda, but then it's Amanda. I always want yeah, to get yeah. rid of that L. I, it, I know everyone's names are wet, but that her name annoys me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then Rachel Sennett, who's like you know huge on Twitter and was in um, Shiva Baby, is that what it's called? Oh, that's that one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was great as well, like playing, play kind of like the. She was really loud. funny. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I, I think did I review Shiva Baby on this podcast? No, but you, you, I know you didn't like it. I don't. I know watched. If you it, did. I thought it was so shit. I thought it was like a movie that was just trying, like, trying too hard to be like cool and mm. like kind of like sexy, cool, yeah, shit. And I was like, this sucks. And then when I saw her in mm. this movie, I was like, ugh, her, and it kind of seemed like the character she's playing in this movie from the trailer I was like she's yeah. kind of doing the same thing and then I saw Pete Davidson was in it and I was like I was like ugh I don't know if I want to watch him in yeah. the movie and then 
but no, good. Mm. And and it actually like it, it was kind of like satirized or made fun of that kind of type, those types of people, but not in a way that was immediately obvious. You know, yeah. kind of at the start, you're like these people in this film are really annoying. And then after a while you're like, oh, they're kind of supposed to be really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the whole, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. They're meant to be horrible. I think mm. the scenes when they're all just kind of shouting at each other and like, like the most dangerous thing is like, even though you're always aware that there is some sort of killer, uh, that we can't see in the house or one of them is the killer or whatever. The most dangerous thing is at all times, just them interacting mm. with each other. Mm-mm. Like they are so dangerous because they're just such volatile, unhinged people <laughs> that at any moment, any of them could kill each other because they're just like so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it yeah. actually kind of reminded me, it's it's not a, it's not so different from the thing, like John Carpenter is the thing. Yeah. Because like, I know the thing, obviously one person was an alien, but in this, because they didn't know, who was killing people it was quite yeah. it was quite like any in the same way in the thing anyone could have been the alien this anyone mm. could have been the killer so it was kind of the yeah. same kind of scary atmosphere like oh who who did it yeah it's a it's funny it's it's kind of like a cross between like a horror but then it also has like yeah like a who done it kind of vibe to it yeah, yeah. But it's like also like is it possession or i don't know it's like people get possessed but they're not getting possessed by like demons or anything but they're getting possessed with like the kind of like oh my god i know who did it i know yeah, who did yeah, it yeah. it's this person and then they get like really fixated on someone having done it and yeah like kind manic of, kind of yeah yeah thing. so i don't know it's kind of like it teeters around but i think it, re- it pulls it off really well there was some slight drama on this do you want to hear the drama on please always yeah um so uh what happened was the new york times film reviewer mm-hmm. whose name i don't know Mm-hmm. Um, wrote a pretty like uh, a pretty harsh review on the film calling it um, an hour and a half advertisement for cleavage um, right did you think there was a lot of cleavage in that film not that I'm aware and I'm usually pretty perceptive yeah, to those kind I of things I didn't think there was very much cleavage in that film at all <laughs> if anything um, breasts that- were there but they weren't display like in a cleavagey kind of like gratuitous horror kind of way i didn't think anyway look the, so the the new york times reviewer wrote that and then amanda stanberg uh message dm'd that uh new york times reviewer and wrote some sort of like comment going well, what's up with that or something like kind of like mm-hmm. hey and then and it was just kind of like some like remark to the person to kind of go like i saw this maybe i didn't like it that much but mm-hmm. a bit jokey yeah yeah and then uh, the New York Times film reviewer made a video with the, like, you know, the way you can green screen on TikTok with her conversation with Amanda Stenberg in the back, a very emotional video going like, so guys, I've just been, well, this is so fucked up. Look what Amanda Stenberg sent me. And like in this kind of really outraged, kind of almost teary, uh, self-righteous kind of way was like, it's so fucked up that celebrities think they can do this to people and like really angry yeah, about yeah. it. I don't know, man. This is just dumb celebrity stuff. Yeah, it is. It it's is. like, whatever. Like I find sometimes people talk about, like I've friends who go on Twitter and stuff and they'll talk about stuff and I'm like, I don't even know about any of this. And that's totally fine. You know what I mean? This is, this is a TikTok Twitter drama. Yeah, yeah. Like pe- people just being like, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot because he once said this, 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 and this. And I'm like, I don't know who he is. And I, I never mm. heard him say it because I don't engage with that platform at all. Yeah. Um, I think people like, there's a whole world of like mm. stuff, like stuff you can get upset about. Like people get on Twitter, people sometimes get upset about other people saying things. And I don't, I don't really, I'm like, I don't see any of this stuff. So it's just You don't know the people? You don't know the things they've said? I don't know him. You don't know anything about it. The next movie we're going to view is a film called Flux Gourmet. Um, it's directed by Peter Strickland. I think I probably described it a little bit in the review. So uh, here it is. I just watched a film called Flux Gourmet by a director called Peter Strickland, who I like very much. And I liked the film very, very much. Um, I think it could have been one of my favorite movies by him um, in hindsight. Uh, it's... Um, the film is quite, it's going to be hard to explain. I'll try and say this as fast as I can. Basically, it's about this kind of prestigious institute of the, this woman, seemingly quite wealthy, offers these um, residencies in this space <coughs> where artists can come in and 
the artists are all from a particular field called sonic catering and it basically means that they like make uh music not really music but like noise and soundscapes kind of artsy noisy ambient music using cooking sounds um and this particular group gets awarded the the residency and then they're there and she kind of is supposed to guide them through their time there and then there's a kind of an ending performance they do multiple performances throughout their residency and then there's a final performance it's supposed to be the kind of climax of their learnings and blah 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 um so it's just kind of i guess one of the main characters is this man who documents everything they do he's kind of like a music journalist so he stays with them and he sleeps in the same room as them and he's with them the whole time they're doing the residency and he just documents everything they do but he has like an undiagnosed stomach problem which makes him like really gassy and he has like a really sore stomach the whole time and like he has to go to the toilet loads and stuff um and <laughs> and then like he likes being around like loud places because he can kind of like release his gas and and kind of have his kind of stomach making strange noises all the time um and that's just kind of a, a side plot there isn't really much of a <laughs> there isn't really much of a story it's just kind of like there in the residency it brings up a lot of interesting questions like the artists talk about how they're inspired by like how food for some people is very delicious and then for other people it can literally be poison and stuff that's kind of a theme that they talk about a lot of how like yeah like i some people like to eat nuts and other people that eat nuts they die that kind of gets brought up loads um and then another thing which is kind of interesting is the balance between the artists hate the artist won't take any direction from the person who runs the residency the person who but then the person who runs the residency is like well i appreciate that you don't want to take my direction but you did accept my money and take the residency so you have to and then they're like well we don't have to do what you say we're artists and then she's like well in that case you can't accept my money and then it, it it's just it's a kind of a pretty interesting back and forth but done through pretty ridiculous circumstances it's the, like it's the stupidest film ever um it's really <laughs> it's it's the same with all Peter Strickland films. His films are so stupid, but also extremely well made, designed. The sound, the costumes, the acting, everything looks amazing, sounds amazing. But then it's like the silliest film ever. But yeah, I love it. Yep. Who was the, the guy with who's the farty, gassy guy? Some Greek actor guy. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know who he was. Um... Yeah, that film, like even describing it, like when I watched it, um, I, I watched the trailer and it, there's a bit where they mention like flatulence in it. And <laughs> sorry, I know, I know. And I was like, ah, oh, no, like, I don't want this to be like a film about farts. Because mm. like, I, you know, I I'm, I like pretty, I, I just think fart humor is like not, not very good. What's what? Like you seem to like it quite a bit. You, excuse me, Mark. Anytime you even mentioned gassy, farty, flatulence, you were laughing your head off. I know, off. but I'm not going to go watch a film that's just about like, like farts. I think farts are just incredibly funny. I think they're very yeah. funny. I don't know if you've seen that Leslie Nielsen thing he used to do. You know Leslie Nielsen? No. He's the guy who was in Naked Gun and... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he used to basically, anytime he did press interviews, he had a fart button. That's funny. And he would do <laughs> interviews, and I swear to God, they're the funniest things in the world. So the sound of a fart, I think, is just a funny thing. It is. Thing. Well, it can be. But, like, I don't yeah. want to watch a whole disgusting film. No, of film, course. No. You know? And, uh, but anyway, it kind of, there is a lot of fart stuff in it, but I watched interviews with Peter Strickland afterwards, and he said he want like, it, uh, you know when artists talk about stuff like that, and he's like, and you're just like, why did you want to explore that? But he's like, I wanted to kind of explore the body and like digestion but like i wanted it to be funny but not like frat boy humor i wanted it to be like you know approach it from a different a different way and they mm. kind of did like okay like it's like the guy has like real bad gas but like it's not like he's just like farting all the time and it's funny it's like mm. kind of him um like there's one bit like a, an example of a joke is like him and his like stomach's really sore and like they're, they're at a dinner party mm. and he's like clearly like in a lot of discomfort mm. and then he runs outside so he can like release mm. and then 
like one of the other artists like sees him go outside and is like, oh, I'll pop out too and goes out with him and has a cigarette with him. And the whole mm. time he's like standing there going like, oh. That's funny. That's, yeah. But that's oh. like, that is kind of sitcom-y though. It is, but. It's funny though. It's good joke. I mean, like sitcoms can be, it's a funny. Mm. I don't even know if there's a single fart noise in the whole film. Now that I think of it. That's impressive. A film about farts with no fart noise. It's not about farts. It's like, <laughs> okay, it's, sorry. It, <laughs> it's about digestion. There's a lot of, about farts. We've talked a lot about them. But, um, you, you have to watch it. Like the, 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 you, I think you'd like it a lot. As, as uh, like anytime I still haven't watched any Peter Strickland films, but anytime you bring them, this is, I think maybe the third one you brought on the pod. Anytime you bring them on, I'm like, that sounds brilliant. I can't yeah. wait to watch it. And it, then I it's proceed to not watch it. Like he's, he's, uh, he, he's a very unique, um, yeah. Style of film. And like, okay. it's always like the last one he made, um, in fabric, mm-hmm. it was very similar. Like, I think you can watch his movies and know that he made them just by how they're cut and the yeah. kind of colors and, and everything. Um, and he uses the same actors a lot, yeah. which is actually something that reminded me of something else I want to talk about. Okay. But, uh, I just think he's he's brilliant. I okay. think he's really good. And another thing I find so funny is like some of the scenes that are extremely artsy, like really, it'll cut to some scene. It'll just have a long scene of like stuff happening that would look like a kind of a video piece you'd see in like a contemporary art museum. And it'll just be really abstract for like ages. And then it'll just have like humor in it. That's like something from like the Mighty Boosh or something. So okay. like having those two it's just weird how it has like such silly jokes and humor, but then at the same yeah. time it has like really n- crazy yeah. nuts stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily silly stuff. It's like kind of serious. I don't know. He seems to be obsessed with sound as well. All his films yeah. kind of seem to have some sort of sound element to he, it. Yeah. The, the sound, you always say the sound is really good. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, like in the films. His last film he did was like a seven minute ASMR movie that he made on. Uh, yeah, he's really into, I, I listened to an interview with him once, still haven't seen any of his movies, but I listened to an interview once where he was really into, he's gotten really into ASMR and like wanted mm. to make a film with ASMR elements to it, which is so interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. so like cool to take on that whole, which is a huge, you know, there's so much going on in video with ASMR, mm. like a, an audio visual in the audio visual world to like take on, this sensory movement um, and try to turn it into like your artistic kind of thing. It's like, it's really cool. Like he seems yeah. to be doing kind of there's the, the, the sound original film, ideas. Yeah, absolutely. Like the sound in this film is really, there's a lot of, like you can imagine like cooking, there's a lot of just like pots bubbling and them squirting stuff into bubbling yeah. pots. And What's the story with, um, yeah, like do people know why it, like certain things, you know, I remember I like to watch a thing called When You High, When You High Instagram. And it's just like things that look nice. But like, what is the psychology between behind? Like, why does like watching uh, like Twixes being made, like a factory making Twixes and the way they do that looks really nice? Or why does it look really nice when there's like kind of a, a marshmallowy thing with a, a, a like a, a blue painty coat and then you crack it in and then there's a nice purple foam inside of it? Like, why does that, or why does a slow-mo of a water balloon being popped look so yeah. nice? Why does that look nice? I guess maybe it's just things that are very removed from what you see day to day. Do you know. think it's that? Yeah. What about the crushy thing? The the well, hydraulic, hydraulic press. press. Yeah. Again, that's quite, you know, it's like nice to see an everyday object get like crushed by a hydraulic press. Yeah. I don't know. It's just funny because the, it's just nice because people go... Hmm, that's nice. And there doesn't need to be anything more than that. Because all the all it qualifies is that was nice. I really enjoyed that. You don't have to say anything more. It's not like art where you have to get some sort of theory as to why you liked it or describe it, like what we do on this. You just look at the uh, you know, you look at the things matching up perfectly, like the ball goes into the hole and it's the perfect fit. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah, go, yeah. that's lovely, I like that. Yeah, I guess it's just very uh that one oddly satisfying on Reddit. Yeah. Really nice. I am, um, I've been watching, this isn't, this is only kind of related, but I've been watching a lot of this channel called Solo Travel Japan mm-hmm. on YouTube. And it's just a guy who does reviews of ferries. <laughs> oh, he doesn't, there's no talking in them. Um, the videos are just kind of the ambient sound of the ferry. Yeah. Um, and it's all subtitled. So he'll go into the room and the subtitle will be mm-hmm. just be like, room is quite nice. And then he'll be like, like show, be like, oh, they have like, hand lotion and soap and yeah. he just goes around the whole ferry he'll usually eat something on the ferry but he has mm. like dozens of 
reviews of just okay. getting, like I'm getting the the ferry from you know I don't know Tokyo is it big? Is Tokyo it big? to I don't really know how big it is. Who's the other uh, Japanese YouTuber you like? <laughs> Not Japanese, an English guy living in Japan or something. <laughs> is that Australian guy? Australian guy, yeah. <laughs> Who's living in... He's funny. He I like to him. post the most boring... Do you remember he's like... Really boring, but kind of a, entertaining. Here's an interesting video. People in Japan love to wear helmets. Do you remember yeah. that one? And he's like, I'm just... And then it's just like a few videos. He's like, here's a man on the side of the street wearing a helmet. Here's a man driving his car wearing a helmet. <laughs> He'd have so many examples. Yeah, yeah, He went through all the different uh, poke... Uh, not poke, Mikado. You know those Mikado, the sticks? Mm, the that, sti- was a, that was actually a different channel again. Oh, that was a different channel. I remember that one. You seem to watch, follow a lot of like... Yeah. Uh, Westerners in Japan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's kind of you're kind of ousting me here, but they're uh, <laughs> outing me rather as a um, as they say in Japan. Um, yeah. So, well, from uh, Japan to our next movie, or, or do you want to go to? No, you're frowning at me. I'm wondering what the frown is about. I did want to say. Ah, you wanted something to say. Oh, oh. yeah. We will we bother talking about that fucking Martin Scorsese thing, or we just leave it. Oh no, that's a good thing for the start of the next episode because that's like a I feel like a five minute rant from me. Okay, leave and it. Next movie. So the next movie uh, we're going to review is uh, the horror classic, The Evil Dead. Hey, so I just watched The Evil Dead, um, the classic horror film, to start off my Halloween era of horror movies. Uh, well, not horror, just this month, I suppose. Um, I'd never seen it. It was a choice between watching that or The Exorcist, and we decided to watch uh, The Evil Dead. And i got to say, that is one disgusting film. Uh, those who don't know, it's about a group of friends who go to a creepy cabin in the woods for the weekend. And unfortunately, um, the, there's sort of, uh, the woods are alive and there's possessive demons around and they can inhabit people and, uh, <laughs> and you know, people start dying and that's uh, the basic plot. Uh, the film is as I said, disgusting. Like some of the visual, um, it's like very little CGI, if any, I don't think there's a single bit of CGI in it. It's all like uh, handmade kind of like weird, disgusting, uh, like blood. There's so much gore. It's like a gore to the max. Um, Like uh, just some of the bits like are vomit inducing. Uh, Very, very horrible. But overall, I actually kind of liked it. I think, um, I think overall for me, gore is at its best when it's kind of more comedy uh, because it actually is quite silly, like how disgusting they make things. I find it scary, but then sometimes kind of like a little grotesque uh, and like not enjoyable. But when it's done through a lens of like comedy and funny, like Peter Jackson did with Braindead and um, all those films he did in his early career, like I find those very funny. when there's like bits behind it, but when it's just like super disgusting, like, you know, blood oozing out of someone's, you know, foot into someone's mouth, onto someone's face, uh, you know, people are getting like, you know, assaulted by vines from a tree. It's just all a bit too much. So um, overall, it was interesting to see, but uh, not really my cup of tea overall. <laughs> you, you might know that, know that uh, I recorded that as Mark was cycling here and I was worried he was going to arrive. <laughs> so I gave three. What, how many different opinions did I give on the film there? Yeah, quite a few. What did you actually think of so the movie? So I liked it, but actually you didn't like it. But overall, I actually didn't like it, but I liked it. Why didn't you? You know, do you know Sam Raimi made that? Yeah. Like, it's funny that he made that and then he made like Spider-Man 1, 2 and 3. Yeah. Um, but that's and, why and Spider-Man 2 is so good because it's so scary. Like, Yeah, that's true. Spider-Man 2, that scene in the operating theater where mm-hmm. the... the the tentacles are anyway. We're, that's, we're not talking about Spider Man Two. Um, I love that movie. Where the tree, like, kind of. It's rare that I don't love a horror movie from that era. It's rare, mm. but I just, I definitely was creeped out and was enjoying it, but it didn't click a hundred percent. I don't think I, you know. It was just it was just creepy. There wasn't enough storyline or narrative in it. Very little story. Um, well, I think maybe that's what I wanted. Well, you know, they, they read the. You forgot to mention that they read the Necronomicon. That's why the woods come alive. Mm, yeah. Um, if you're going, if you're staying in like a weird old holiday home and mm. you go down into the basement, and you find a book bound in human skin with a face on the front. Don't 
read it. Yeah. The, the, also, the, it was kind of, it's interesting, like, how kind of, like, it's not that well made, even though some of it is so well made. It's, like, yeah. interesting where they chose to put their efforts into. Obviously, like, they were, like, heavy on the, like, makeup and, mm-hmm. you know, the the design elements of it. But then, like, a lot of the continuity is weird. Also, like, the way the characters react in all the situations are so... um strange but i was like is Mm. that intentional is it intentional that they're frustrating us and doing the frustrating thing so is that like it kind of gets us angry and amped up like someone's screaming and getting murdered in the room and then the two guys are standing in the room going in the next room going like what's going on in there and it's like obviously (laughs) someone is being murdered and they're like huh might slowly walk over there and see what's going on Uh, yeah it's just like really inconsistent or something but maybe that's to just but it's like it's it's do you know what you should watch to and I feel like it'll make the movie make more sense Evil Dead 2 <laughs> because Evil Dead 2 is literally the same film made again oh. to the extent that like the main character is Bruce Campbell they go to a cabin in the woods they read the Necronomicon it's so insane at no point at no point does Bruce Campbell the main character ever acknowledge that he, this has happened to him before like it's wait it's the same guy it's the same actor they literally just made the same film a second time but with more money okay um and it's called evil dead 2 there are some like there are some like super fans of the film that are, like claim there's some con- continuity between oh i'd two, like but- to hear what, what are the theories is it like he, his memory was wiped but he's very clearly Something killed like at the that. end of it no they say that um he was kind of knocked unconscious when he woke up. He couldn't remember, remember or something like he that. He couldn't remember anything, but so the then grave he re- of his fucking girlfriend that's right next to him <laughs> the, uh, and all the bodies and yeah. shit all around and the fact that he was drenched in blood. I think, but purely for that, like it's an interesting thing that they just made a film again and called it too. Yeah, I like uh, that. In the second one, some funny stuff happens because they have a larger budget as well. Like mm. his hand... Um, there's a bit where his hand gets possessed, but the rest of him isn't. And then he like gets in a fight with his own hand, like while it's still attached to him. Like his hand <laughs> starts beating, like he starts beating the shit of himself. Yeah. Um, which is good. He also has to chop his hand off and then he 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 duct tapes a chainsaw onto the end of his arm so he can like fight with the Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting because I watched I watched that and I was like, oh, this is where Peter Jackson got that from, or this is where it was like so obvious that he made his movies were just like very heavily influenced by this film. I could yeah. see the influence of this film all over horror films. I like love it's kind of that's why because I don't like I'm obviously I'm quite new to horror. I've only started watching mm. in the last like year and a half or whatever since Midsummer came out. That's when I started watching them. Oh wow! And, like, okay, I'm really new to it, and I like I haven't watched so many of them. But like uh, seeing the more classics, the classic films that I'm mm, seeing now, mm. like I'm like oh wow that like the influence is massive. Like the yeah. horror is so. It, it, like more than any other genre it's like this is what you do in a horror movie yeah or you yeah. do this you have the you know like let's say bodies 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 um the evil dead very similar kind of situations and like there's like several in a house, but then like, yeah, yeah. the thing also the same kind of thing like they have like struck they have a structure and they have ways that you do it in a really like strict way um, which is kind of interesting. I like. Yeah, I would say I compare horror films more than I compare any other genre of film. You know what I mean? Mm. If I watch a new horror film, I more want to be like, oh, this is just like this other horror film. You know mm. what I mean? Whereas, does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas like other genres of film, maybe you don't do that as much. Yeah. I do, like I can compare almost any film to Jurassic Park, but that's kind of a different situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like the the woman who they kind of lock in the cellar. Yeah, and then she's just kind of going like, and even, yeah. The, 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 what was it? Morgan was saying like the 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 monsters in this are kind of just like high school bullies. They're really just like we're gonna get you, we're gonna yeah, get yeah, you, yeah, yeah. and their aims really just seems to be like, you're, the, yeah. you're a little loser, and like tricking them. There's a bit where like they present not, they pretend not to be possessed. And then, like, he's like, oh, you're not possessed. Like, ah, we are possessed. Just, like, tricking them and bullying them. A yeah, bit. yeah, like, yeah. Leave them alone. There's a bit where the one in the cellar goes, like, soon you're going to be like me, and then I'm going to lock you in the cellar. Yeah. It's so <laughs> nice. I love that bit. Um, really didn't like the cellar woman. The, yeah, you should, it's so funny. So Evil Dead 1 mm-hmm. is that. Evil Dead 2 is that a second time. And then Evil yeah. Dead 3, uh, Bruce Campbell travels back in time and fights zombies in Roman times. 
Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um here a really good thing that's happening at the moment uh is one uh, our one of our favorite podcasts probably the reason we do this podcast is Kermode and Mail film review um and they've started doing their own podcast now mm. and they are doing a uh world cup of horror films on Twitter at the moment. Ach so. So I'm going to ask you a few of them and see what your opinions are, okay? Okay. So they're currently in the round of 16. They basically just tweet a film and then people vote on it and they have 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's go. uh, Okay, we'll go to the more recent ones. Um, Wait, what? Am I supposed to give my opinion here or what? Well, you just have to pick one and 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 that's it. I'll do a versus. Okay. Okay, so uh, (laughs) apologies, apologies. I'm scrolling through it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Psycho? Psycho. Psycho, 71% voted Psycho, 29% voted mm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This one's interesting. Get Out or A Quiet Place? A Quiet Place. <sighs> get Out. That's wrong. 60-40, uh, Get Out. I voted Get Out as well, but I wrong. was very, very, very close. I was like... <sighs> They're both so good. They're both like, so good. It's not that good. Anyway. We'll t- you, you're not that into Get Out. Um, then the most recent one, Nightmare on Elm Street or The Shining. Uh-oh, that's the next film I'm going to review. Oh, it is. <laughs> uh, but The Shining. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, the next film to be reviewed is Nightmare on Elm Street, which was 28% voted Nightmare on Elm Street. That's the, stupid. Like 78, 72% voted The Shining. Of course, The Shining is like one of the best. Yeah, ones but so ever. what happens with it is then that goes to all the films that did one go to the next round. So at some point you're going to have The Shining versus Psycho, oh, or at some point yeah. you're going to have you know okay um, okay you're going to have Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus Evil Dead, or uh, you know The Omen versus uh, The Wicker Man, or uh, okay, Jaws. I understand. Jaws just... is uh, voted ninety one percent against the innocent. Jaws is not horror. Jaws film. is classified as a horror film by who by nearly everyone actually it's kind of a horror film no it's not it's a sea horror what kind of film is it it's an it's a thriller <sighs> that's all the old thriller horror divide anyway what do, do you know, think do, is gonna do, do win know, what's your prediction what's gonna win uh the omen i think the shining i think the shining, the shining yeah is a good one i think the shining's gonna win um is that what they call in the simpsons the shining in the other one Huh? You know the episode of The Simpsons where it's like the Treehouse of Horror and it's like The Shining? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. they call it The Shining. I can't they? remember that episode. We were trying That's to watch one. the Treehouse of Horror Simpsons episodes, but we couldn't find them. You and your um, parents? No, me and Rory. Your parents? <laughs> my, my roommates <laughs> were my pseudo parents, yes. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, and this is what I thought of it. So, excuse me. I just watched uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. The Freddy Krueger film for the first time ever. Um, I actually have never seen Halloween one either. I should probably watch it. I have seen Friday the Thirteenth one and two, um, and I like those a lot. But I kind of feel like those movies, like Halloween and and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I never want to watch them because if I guess if they were just one film, maybe my impression of them might be like, oh, I'll check this out. But the fact that I know there's like. 10 sequels for each of them and the later ones are like completely shit it just makes me like not really want to watch them because i'm always like oh this is probably shit but the earlier films are often pretty good in those series and that's why they ended up getting so many sequels anyway it was a good movie um really good and really fucking like i was expecting a kind of a over-the-top silly kind of nearly slapsticky slasher which definitely at times it is but some of the gore and violence and stuff in it, I was like, whoa, fuck. <laughs> like, there's one bit where it's like a really um, kind of exorcist style, like lady is kind of possessed and she like is sucked up onto the roof and she's like writhing around on the roof. And I was like, man, this is fucking intense shit. And like, Freddy's such a sicko. <laughs> like, I... I don't know. He it goes like you know. It, it, it kind of goes beyond him being like, "Hey, I'm gonna get you," and like chasing people around to being like, "Whoa, this guy's like a real sick, sick character," um, which is obviously the intention. But I, I thought it was genuinely pretty scary. Like equal parts silly. I thought it would be pure silly, but it was pure silly, but also at times like, whew, "Whoa, that's pretty." 
I don't know if I'm making any sense here, but you know what I mean? I thought it was good. You know, we'll watch these films. That's what I'd say. All these films have so many sequels. The original one's probably pretty good if they made that many sequels of it. So check it out. I like this a lot. Freddy Krueger, kind of a weird character, weird costume, but they went with it and I like it. I liked it. What can I say, Killian? That sounds good. I haven't watched that. I've watched Halloween though. Last... It's late. It's getting late. It's getting late. I did a yawn there. Last year, I watched it on my own. Um, and and Halloween is so good. You should watch it. I want to watch brilliant. the. I want to watch the new one. You watch the first one, and I'll watch mm-hmm. the, the last one, which I by no means think is the last one. Do you know, Jodie Foster was in Dublin last week. Why was Jodie Foster in Dublin last week? <laughs> She's in Halloween, isn't she? No, no. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Who yeah. the fuck's Jodie Foster? Jodie Foster's uh, your one in Taxi Driver and Clarice. 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 Yeah, yeah. Jamie Lee. That wasn't, that, that, that's classified as a horror. What is? Clarice. Yeah, uh, but that's. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, that's a completely different movie to. Hmm? What, what do you, that's, are you, are you saying that is no, no, totally just, similar to Jaws? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm just surprised that that wasn't in the list of films that I read out earlier uh, by okay. Kermode Mayo. Okay, you're off the hook. Um, Yeah. Off the <laughs> fucking fish hook the, I'm off the hook you just said Jodie Foster instead of Jamie Lee Curtis that, um, Jamie terrible. Lee Curtis was in Dublin last yeah. week um, I don't know why but she was there she was in Dublin promoting the new Halloween man um, they did a screening of Evil Dead recently in the lighthouse and mm-hmm. then um, Bruce Campbell showed up who is plays Mr. Yeah. Evil Dead and he just came in and was like what's up and then like it was unannounced wow. and then part of me they were showing Halloween in the lighthouse and I was like maybe Jamie Lee Curtis is gonna fucking show up but then oh. I wouldn't even know her name I'm like yo Jodie they did a, it was a genius like marketing campaign they just got Jamie Lee Curtis to go on to like the streets of Dublin and just talk to people and had someone film it and like wait she, so, really yeah 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 it was really smart actually I don't even think they were filming it and then people just started <laughs> she was just going filming. to people like hey see my movie I think I'm not sure but it got like it got huge like chats and people going because Jamie Lee Curtis is great crack like she's Really fun and yeah, I love her. Really good at talking and stuff, <laughs> and like people like her a lot. So she's just interacting with people really well. And uh, that's funny when I said like she was in Dublin last week. I thought that was like insider knowledge that I had from work, but apparently not at all. I'm pretty sure she was on the Late Late Show. <laughs> I don't watch TV at all, and I haven't had access to social <laughs> Wait, media. For you don't ages. watch TV? No, on Thursdays at 10:35 on RT2. Definitely not. Then why not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a TV. Um, well, that's when No Worries If Not is on, so you should be watching then. Well, do you know what? You're not in Nightmare on Elm Street, and neither is Jamie Lee Curtis. So, but Nightmare on Elm Street, yes. Wait, jo- Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. Now her name. Do you ever like say something too many times and then it starts to not make sense anymore? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, that film is good. Mm-hmm. That so Jamie. Fucking why'd you keep saying <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> it's past my bedtime. Yeah. Um Yeah, you know what I mean? You see those movies. You didn't see- say anything there. <laughs> you didn't say anything. You kinda of go, Nightmare, Jamie Lee Curl. You know what I mean? No, but those <laughs> films are are uh they're good. The root is often good. Like yeah. can we think of a film that has many sequels there? The original one is not any good. All all the Avengers? Mm, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, I never watched a single one of those. Neither have I. Maybe maybe the original one's amazing. Incredible. I'd yeah. say they're probably pretty good. Apparently um, Tokyo Drift is the best one. I think Pirates of the Caribbean one is pretty good. Listen, this theory is, you know, I was just testing it out. If a film has a lot of sequels, the original must be good. What's well, a good one to throw at the audience? Is there any um, film that has... Rocky. Uh, Rocky. The original Rocky's incredible, yeah. Mm. Um, any film series in which the original was not actually a very good film, but they still managed to get a whole series out of it. And not just, it can't just be two, it has to be like five. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it can't be a sequel. Mm. No, it has to be at least... Does that make a sequel for that? At least a trilogy or a four. Mm. Trilogy's enough. Trilogy's yeah, enough. I was basically just basing that off. Hellraiser, original Hellraiser, so good. Friday the 13th, original Friday the 13th, so good. Halloween, Halloween I haven't seen it, but... It's incredible. Yeah, so I bet good. it is. I'm sure yeah, it's great. It's I actually, good. now that we're talking about it, I actually just realized that I have seen it. Um, yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> I just I actually just thought about it for more than a single second and I have definitely seen that <laughs> I've definitely seen that film and it's great um, do you know what I do remember you've seen it because I remember you talking about uh, is it William Shatner's face is the mask I think I even reviewed it on the podcast no I reviewed it on the pod and we were talking about it together oh, yeah, but I yeah. remember you talking about how funny it is that like you know the face is meant to be terrifying but it's actually William Shatner's face yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. how how Insulting. bad does William Shatner feel when he's sitting in the cinema watching Halloween and everyone's like oh my god it's terrifying yeah. and he's like that's just my face yeah <laughs> it's um but all those films are so good yeah. and it, it it also it's interesting watching them now I think after well I've watched a lot more horror films mm-hmm. hit, like before than you had I guess yeah but uh watching them and being like oh everything just rips off this yeah you know it's funny you're like oh this is just all yeah. films are just this do you know what nightmare on elm street really made me think of and i, I think this is no secret but like stranger things just it's just a, it's basically just like a a, a greatest hits reel of like mm. horror films and sci-fi films like yeah every aspect of it mm. is like even like yeah just every aspect like in the most recent series the vecna guy where he like yeah that was the exact same as in Nightmare on Elm Street. The dreams in Nightmare on Elm Street mm. was basically the same thing. Yeah. And even the way like they people float up in the air when they're like getting killed. Yeah. That happens in Nightmare on yeah. Elm Street as well. well uh, we were talking a little bit, and it might be worth because it is horror um, horror month or whatever. But like I, we both watched Stranger Things, and I know like everyone will watch it as well. And it's quite a cinematic show. But like, mm. what did what did you think of it? I thought it was great. The until last the series. last two episodes, yeah, um, I thought it was incredible. I really. So, Stranger Things season one, thought it was good. Liked it fresh. Oh, I meant new. just the recent series. No, I'm giving uh, the context. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Two. Sorry. I thought it was okay, not so great. Three, dog shit. I only watched like half of it and then I stopped watching it. I was like, this show sucks so much. Four, fucking, I wasn't going to watch it. And then mm. loads of people were like, no, 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 you should watch it. And I was like, no, this show's gone to the dogs. Mm. Um, But I fucking loved it. Yeah, oh, I basically so agree with you completely. Yeah, one amazing should have just I was like should have just been one series. Two, oh, it's fine. Three, didn't even finish it. Four, oh my god, they're making another one of those. Yeah, why are you doing that? They're older and they're bringing in new. God, they really just need to let this die. It proceeds to be the first half of it, maybe one of the best series I've ever seen yeah. in my life. <laughs> I actually loved it so much. Like I, I cried watching TV. Like that's incredible. I think. I don't know if I, I think may have probably did. The Max scene, the Kate Bush scene. Oh yeah. There's yeah, no yeah, way yeah, you yeah, were yeah, crying. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I totally um, did. That scene absolutely destroyed me. The, the, there was a few times where like I was watching with Ema and I was saying aloud like, whoa, I love this show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love this. It was so, so good. And, yeah. um, and then the ending, I really felt let down by it because it felt really like, let's do another one. Let's do mm, another one. Mm, and, uh, and, not, and I didn't tie it, tie itself up. And I find series just, the biggest flaw of a series all the time is just not being able to tie things up in a neat little Just let it die. And I just really appreciate it when a series manages to do that. Like, uh... Like Lost or something. Yeah. (laughs) 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 In a neat little bow that everyone understands. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Stranger Things, uh, a big big thumbs up Loved for it. me yeah, yeah yeah the next series i'm sure like i'll be very reluctant to watch mm. also i did think the whole russia side plot thing i could that was phone time for me that was, was it yeah i know i really like the handsome russian guy that was phone phone zone what about uh i know no i like scroll that. what about scroll time didn't care the for plane. Him. didn't care for him mm. that whole thing i was just like ugh. i hate in shows where characters die and then they come somehow back somehow they're not dead and it's like i've already like i've already parceled him off mentally yeah. i think that it's bad when you have done a, a very big emotional death like they yes. did at the fi- final of the season then it's like well that was worthless that was nothing that was stolen emotion yeah because yeah. the character didn't die it was as, as if you know the way it happens in like uh, i know like itchy and scratchy or whatever but they die every episode mm, but they mm. come back every episode or kenny and south park it, yeah it's just like okay so like you're this is the writing level of Seth. actually sorry i don't mean to say south park's bad writing because it's probably the best writing but like the, um like this is what we're watching we're watching a show where the person can just die mm. in an episode and come yeah, back like, no, anything one. can happen yeah you can just write you just write them back in do you want to know an interesting yeah uh, fact about jurassic park yeah at the end of the first jurassic park book um dr ian malcolm dies very definitively and uh 
in the second book, he's the main character and it doesn't attempt to explain it at all. I like that. Yeah. It's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> and like, they even talk about like, uh, like the events of the first book, they refer to them a lot. And it's like, he died. In the, <laughs> like, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's Previously nice. saying that I don't like that. I feel like books is okay because maybe it, Oh, they refer to previous events in the very much so. Like it's, oh, okay. very, so it's much very much a, after. It's very much a sequel. Like they would say, like after the event. Like oh. the the yeah. The second thing is. I like the character. Yeah, I'm just gonna bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I guess that's you know it's your yeah. It's fiction, you know. Yeah. You can do that. Um. Anyway, will we call call it a pod? It's been a, how long have we been? I feel like I've been talking to you for like two and a half hours. An hour and three minutes. Oh, that's not so long. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I feel like I'm in a weird transition mental phase now because yeah. I don't know what what this is going to look like. It's weird. We'll get there, and and mm. and and the next one will be new branding, new everything, oh new listeners, God, new all this fun fucking shit. But this be... is the this is the get back into gear pod. That's oh what this God, one is. It's gonna be so good. So this is get back into gear. Uh, like you know when you do a run and you haven't run in ages. This mm. is what this is. I went like when I ran to get the Coke Zero there. Yeah, did you actually run? Ran the whole way there. This I'm is like, interesting. Mark uh, was going to go get Coke Zero from the shops and his, he was charging his phone here and he can't deal with just existing in reality. He finds it so difficult to just exist in reality that he filled the time of walking to the shop with a sprinting run so that he didn't have to just, what, sit in your own head for mm. three minutes? The walk was a bit longer than I would have wanted it to be. Okay. So I just ran. You see, yeah. Well, look, I mean, that, I do that as well. Mm. Uh, do you ever think, oh, 30 and I'm running, do I look weird? Mm, no. If you're, I ran for the bus earlier. Oh, and I was so. like, are people looking at me going, oh, this guy is like too old to be running, like only kids run. Mm. Sometimes I get, sometimes I get self-conscious about my gait when I'm running. Like, do I have a, yeah. a strange, like, do I, do, I'm, do I have like a, like stick, like have a little duck arse sticking out or do you ever Man, think that? As someone who's run with you more than I'd say anyone in the world, I've run over hundreds and uh, hundreds of kilometers with you. You have a great run. Thank you so much. You have a really good run. Thank you so much. And I think we'll end it on that. Um, from one guy who's got an okay run to a guy who's got an incredible run. Mm. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Um, what Can you change your Instagram handle? I don't know, but we'll be back and we're going to have a different Instagram handle potentially. Uh, mm. But this is a new era of this podcast. Let's call it that for now. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.